Hey, how's it going, guys? Welcome to the Guardians of Destiny 2 podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about yesterday's swab, as well as some things to expect in the coming months. For starters, Bungie actually gave us a calendar for the entire next month of July. The most important bullet points here about the month of July are that faction rallies are going to be taking up a lot of the month, actually. We're going to have Victory Week from this faction rally next week, which is the first week of July. The week after that is going to be Iron Banner, followed by the following week of the final faction rally of Season 3. And then, of course, the last week of July is the Victory Week of that faction rally. So you're going to essentially have two Victory Weeks and one actual faction rally this coming month. Now, that is, I think, to clear the calendar for Solstice of Heroes, which actually starts July 31st. And also, of course, on July 17th, the next patch comes out, update 1.2.3. Speaking of that next patch, here's what we can expect in that patch coming July 17th. For quick play, they're going to make all quick play 6v6 permanently. Supremacy is going to be out of the pool for quick play and put in the weekly playlist, which means you can see that with Doubles or Iron Banner or Mayhem in that playlist. Control is not going to have a winning score of 150, and the control zones will initially be neutral, kind of like Iron Banner. That's going to be just normal across all quick play. And for Clash, they're going to update Clash to the win score of 100, meaning you have to get 100 points to win in Clash. For Competitive, the Bomb Fuse Timer in Countdown is now lowered from 40 seconds to 35 seconds. And then under the General tab over here, Rumble will now become a full-time playlist. I know I've been waiting for that one for a long time. Supremacy will be added to the weekly feature playlist, like I said before, updated to 6v6, and have a win score of 150. Uh, next up is the Crucible Ranks update. Players will be able to earn Valor Ranks from additional playlists, which, to sum it all up, basically you earn it from any and all PvP activities. So if you're in Trials, if you're in Iron Banner, Crucible Labs, Competitive, you'll earn Valor Rank in all of those activities. Joining a game in progress will protect your Valor win streak for that game, which I am personally super stoked about because that kind of sucks ass if your win streak is gone because you joined into a game late, which wasn't even your fault. So here's how it's going to work. If you lose, no penalties are incurred to your Valor win streak. And if you win, your Valor win streak increases. Players will be matched using their glory rank. Let me say that again. Players are now matched based on their glory rank and not by their hidden MMR or your skill-based matchmaking. So basically what that means for you is that if you're just starting out, your glory rank is like zero or just very, very low, then you're not going to have to sweat as hard in the initial stages. Those initial ranks are going to be kind of your period to learn competitive, kind of get a little bit better before you start hitting the real matches around the time when you hit the Claymore. So it's going to be a little bit less punishing to play it and maybe a little bit more inviting. And speaking of it being less punishing, let's talk about how they're going to change the loss streaks because glory loss streaks are now tuned to where consecutive losses will just decrease the rank points you lose instead of making you lose more points. This, I feel, is probably the biggest and most important change to competitive because this takes away one of the biggest reasons why people quit and just never go back to competitive because if you lose a game or two and you start to notice you're losing more points than you're gaining and you're losing a lot more, then you don't really feel like you're going to be able to get anywhere, so you decide to just go somewhere else because all you're going to get is frustration and getting more tilted. So I'm glad they made this change, and I'm hoping that this makes competitive much more inviting. So that is the Crucible side of this next update. There's actually a PvE side too, and that's going to bring with it the Prestige Raid Layer for both Eater of Worlds and Spire of Stars. And this is actually pretty interesting. They are seemingly taking a new approach here. They don't mention if there's going to be any kind of like new mechanics for Prestige, but they do mention activity modifiers and curated loadouts. 
So all those challenges people have been doing where they do you know the entire raid with a Rat King or they do it with all SMGs, that's actually a thing now. And that's going to be done maybe as the first week of the rotation. Maybe it's not. We don't really know. But they've given us kind of a clue as to how hard it might be for Prestige. The loot from these layers is going to be able to go all the way up to 400 power, and it's going to include all the raid weapons from all of Destiny 2. That means including the Leviathan weapons as well. So it's not going to be restricted to only the weapons that drop from those layers. Furthermore, they're also going to have a set of raid armor ornaments, of course, and they're going to have a special exotic catalyst that's going to drop from each of the raid layers, and it's supposed to be a rare drop, which indicates that it might be as rare or rarer than the strike catalyst and or the PvP ones, because I personally have gotten none of those so far. They then go on to talk about how curated loadouts are going to work. Essentially, they're going to prescribe to you a certain combination of guns, something like an auto rifle, SMG, and a sniper rifle, or something like that, and you'll only be able to equip those kinds of guns inside the lair. Furthermore, they're also going to no longer lock your loadout when you're in there, so if you need to switch from the legendary version of something to the exotic, you can, and it's going to allow you the flexibility to explore the encounter in new ways. Now, these changes are only going to apply to the Prestige layers. Prestige Leviathan is going to be exactly the same, except the way that they phrase this, it sounds like they're going to have a Legend of Acreus Catalyst somewhere in that Leviathan Prestige. So, you're going to want to go back there and at least try to go grind for that. The next section here goes over collections, namely the ability to buy back anything and everything you've gotten from year one except for consumables, so if it's anything consumable, make sure that you have that on you if you care about it. But aside from that, everything you've gotten gear-wise, even your shaders and your ghosts and your ships will all be there as well. So you'll be able to safely dismantle pretty much anything you had from the beginning of Warmind and it should all be in your collections on day one of Forsaken. However, all the year two stuff and beyond isn't currently going to be available from there. So basically, they're going to be working on a long-term solution to where you're not going to be able to use collections as a way to just kind of re-roll the same gun over and over again to get the best roll. As for what it's going to cost to buy back these items and collections, they didn't specify exact numbers, but they did specify how the system is going to work. Essentially, whatever that item dismantled into whenever you dismantle it, you'll have to pay with that to get a new one from collections. So that's pretty much everything from the TWAB this week. I'm looking forward to a few of these things, namely all the changes to the glory ranking and the Crucible. That's going to be probably the number one thing I'm looking forward to the most because I can actually go and play competitive for once and not want to pull my own hair out. So as always, if you're new to this podcast, hit that subscribe and or favorite button depending on which platform you're on. And if you want to find me on the internet outside of the podcast, you can find me on YouTube as Geronabro or you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Geronabro Games. Have a great rest of your day, and thanks for listening.